I'm Roy Kalua, and welcome to the United States of Australia, folks, for the pub test home brewed with Danny McMaster and Justin Karcher, two of Australia's greatest B-grade captains, coming to you from the Wizard of Oz mobile studio. There's no place like home. Danny and JK consider political correctness an oxymoron and have left it at the top of the driveway in the yellow-lidded recycling bin for the council to collect. These two men, for the next whatever minutes, are here to do the legwork for you. They'll put everything on God's green earth that roots, shoots, and electrocutes through the pub test. They are the pub test, speaking on your behalf. We all know it's gut instinct or feeling. We're either all in or all out. In other words, it's a hell yeah or a hell no. No ifies, no sitting on the fence with splinters in your bum. So when they deliver, you know they've done the homework to confidently launch half-cocked on our collective behalf. And if they don't represent your views, then stop listening. All my ex-wives did years ago. They have the best of intentions but end up in the gutter most of the time, which is fine because it still means... They're looking at the stars. Don't listen to the razzle stack of politicians, the pimples on the ass of society, but settle back and listen to the boys coming from their TARDIS each week. In the immortal words of John Holmes, go home or go hard, boys. Over to you, JK. Thanks, Roy. Welcome all to the Bundaberg International Exhibition and Convention Centre here for another 2,000-odd seconds of the most fact-driven, rumour-dispelling diatribe you'll ever hear. Danny, our guests and I sit here with the Ipswich handcuffs on, just a bunny and coke in both hands, ready to go. We have an ever-expanding catalogue of segments we'll mix and match, revisit, crash and burn, and possibly even immortalise as time goes on. So listeners, sit back and relax in the capable hands of two unlicensed bus drivers as we guide you through the moral back streets of the world we live in. Before we find out what our first segment is, a huge shout-out to our first follower, a man so keen he signed up the same hour we set up our Instagram and Facebook pages. In fact, he got in before we could even follow ourselves. At JH12Harris, we salute you. And our first segment for today is... Well, well what is it, JK? Well, on this day. That's our first segment. We're going to have a crack at... On this day. On this day. Yeah. Right. So, on this day... Yeah. Normally we go back a long way in time, don't we, when we say on this day, but I'm going to go back to on this day last week. Last week. The IOC, you know, that's the International Olympic Committee. Yeah. Uh, them and the COB, which is the city of Bundaberg, uh, proudly announced that COB had won the bid to host the 2032 Summer Olympics. Oh, you'll be lucky. Yeah, yeah, beating out its cross-state rivals, of course, the southeast Queensland. Ah, so, what it's, uh, so why are we putting this That's for the pub test? Yeah, well, I thought so, mate, because it was uh, the pub test is about your yeah, little Aussie battler, isn't it? It's about well, that's coming right. against the odds. So I thought this was was apt to throw this one in. So, yep. so and also too, uh, I didn't tell you this during the week as well. It's been a it's been a very very busy week, mate. But uh, during the week too, we've officially been announced as the broadcast team for oh. twenty thirty two. Very proud. Yeah, too. it's just a proud moment, mate. There's no pay, but we've Excellent. been announced. Yeah, yeah, the right rates. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, well, well. The sponsors are coming in big for us. That'll be that'll be good. But uh, uh, we will be coming to we yes. will be coming to everyone from the Olympic Village, which uh, has been announced as well too, and that's the Bagara Beach Caravan Park. Oh, Bagara, lovely yes, little joint, yeah, lovely spot, mate. There, yes. the baths there, of course, the baths and the rock the rock pools is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, the, so, uh, the golf course. Yes, another Bagara golf course. Bagara. I've been there, Bagara. So uh, we, um, mate, we're expecting thousands upon thousands of caravans and. Outdoor concerts and trailers, and it's going to be a sensational. sensational well, it won't be weeks. as stuffy as the city, will it? You know, no, no, no. And that's that's why, but that that leads me to is I thought we should discuss this in more depth because I think mm. being the uh, broadcast team, we're going to be brought on board as well too, obviously for some advisory roles. And, I and, think so. And, and I'm fairly certain that uh, we need to really show the world what Bundy's about. And, and I think the dress code's going to be has to change, yeah. does it not? It's uh, I reckon country master. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And what the, about- o- the opening ceremony, closing ceremony, you got any ideas? I'm thinking closing ceremony, a B&S ball. B&S ball. Yeah. That'll be it. What about an opening ceremony, mate? What do you reckon? The opening ceremony, uh, athletes arriving in the back of Utes and every country's it. got their own distinct horn sound, you know, and the dogs dogs are optional. You've got to have a dog in every Ute. In the back of the Ute. I think that's, that's the Australian way. And – 
each country has a dog that represents its country. So you can imagine all the dogs up there. You've got, um, you know, the German. What, 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 a what, shepherd? What, oh, it's a shepherd, is it? <laughs> a pincer? Right. A rotwheeler? And you've got the French. What do the French bring? Poodles. 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 Right. And the Pommies bring a. Bulldog. 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 Yeah. Uh, the Yanks bring a. Ooh. Something yeah. with four legs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, they'll just bring a, a YouTube. What would, what, would, what, would, what, what dog do. would represent the Yanks? Well, that's a good question, mate. That's going yeah. to be some dead air time. A Yankee well, dog. Well, What's a Yankee dog? A Yank dog? dog. When you think of a, an American dog, what do you use? A think? mongrel. That's probably something for uh, that'll come in emails, in oodles of emails. Uh, and the Australian dog would goes without saying. Oh, Bluey. It's a blue heel, yeah, of course. Uh, a half Kelpie, half cattle. I'm, I'm Whatever, you know. American mongrel, mate. New Zealand dog. Yeah. Uh, Multicultural. Be a kiwi. Kiwi dog. Yeah, well, that's. It'd be a kiwi. You know what it, you know what it, you know. Long-snouted. Yeah. Two-legged. You know variety. what kiwi stands for, don't you? Keen yes. interest without intelligence. Yes. Correct. You didn't know that. I didn't say that to piss anybody off, but no, um, no. I imagine there'd be a few out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But you imagine, you imagine every, every country comes in. With their own distinct horn sound. So you imagine. What like, about Mexico? What Mex- would theirs be? Mexico, Mexico has got, it's obviously. Tequila. Tequila. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, floor. That's it. So then you've got the, the Germans would be. Uh, what, 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 what would ours be then? Oh, Jesus. Do I don't we, know. Do we, do we go back to Bolsing Matilda or. Uh, land Down Under? Land down under. How do you put that one in? That's the intro. No, no, we should go uh, the angels, mate. No way get, you know. Oh. Yeah, that should be. Am I ever going to see your face? No, we played that at the end. That would be the last song you play in theatre. You've got billions (laughs) of people watching. Ladies and gentlemen, to finish the uh, 2032 Summer Olympic Games coming to you from the great city of Bundaberg in Australia, Queensland, Australia. Please welcome the Angels. Yes, quite as well. Went down to San Jose. We felt that festival. That'd be great, wouldn't it? No way. Get fuck, fuck off. And good all welcome with open arms coming back. What's well, 2032 be 2036? Um, that'd probably be held in some other place that, um, <laughs> whatever you're gonna have to go and apologize for the next four years for that last song that you played at the uh, the uh, at the BNS ball because it'll be that's played at every BNS ball. Well, who knows? It might start a, a new fat. Well, well I, think it, I think it could. That's it, it's got great potential. Now, sponsors Bundaberg would undergo a big. Transformation, of course, wouldn't it? Put it right on the map. Probably well, getting new, putting yeah. a new name change. Yeah, infrastructure. Well, well, as in the city. Yeah. What would we call it? Um, Bundy Vegas. Bundy Vegas. Bund Vegas or Bund Bund Vegas. Bund Vegas. Bund Vegas. Bund Vegas. Bund Vegas. Bund Vegas. Bund Bundies. Bund Vegas. All right. So we're going to change the name of the town. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've got to think as well too. That these things cost money, so we need sponsors. So. Oh, I, I can release that uh, Bundy Rum OP are oh, on board. Natural. They are already um, distilling at 2032. Yeah, it follows, obviously. Good. Good. So and, they, how did, and they obviously went up against some um, other big uh, big players. In the area? Yeah, yeah. well, well, of course. I, I mean, on that note with Bundaberg, with the 2032 proof, uh, mm-hmm. I have uh, – 2032 uh, proof. 2032 proof. It will be used as well, not only as the official drink, but it will be used blow as the, the official fuel by Qantas to fly all the teams in as well. It's 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 rocket fuel. It'll blow the blow the Tarek off a Sherman tank. 2032 proof. The sarsaparilla. I go for the sarsaparilla myself. Well, that's what tipped a lot of the judges over the line. That was a lot it. of them were teetotalers, and the sarsaparilla got them. So probably it, run out of coke. Bundaberg ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> Bundaberg ginger beer. <laughs> Bundaberg ginger beer. Oh, Jesus, that'll curl you. Uh, that's, they've turned around and said they're going to come up with 2032 flavours, 2032 <laughs> flavours by then as well. So it, we went, we're on. We're it on. just goes with every mixer, whatever <laughs> it is. And you can put it in other stuff. You could put that in, the Germans could put that in the um, 
Bundeslager. What's that? What's that? Well, there's a snap. They're going to develop a snap. Snap. A snap. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. What's that? What's that? Um, what's that one? The uh, something Meister. Oh, Jägermeister. 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 Yeah. Is that German? Ah, well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. I see it. In, oh. you, know, I, you buy it. And I, first time I ever saw it was America. They all went crazy, crazy over it over there. Well, yeah. I saw uh, I saw the pitch video too. I don't know if you've seen that Bundy's pitch video. Who? Thunderberg's pitch video. To, to oh, the pitch. Win 23, the pitch. You know, you've got a pitch. You, yeah, have, a, you yeah. have a 90 second that's going to sell Bundaberg and right. what's so great about the place. And it was good, but it was quite blurry in parts. It sort of uh, blokes are telling me it was likened a bit to a Japanese porn movie, but uh, – <laughs> I don't know. I can't say. I can't say. Well, that might I've have never been. seen any. Well, there's no. plenty of people who were rooting for it. That was the <laughs> that was the major message behind it. Very true. You can imagine the closing ceremony. Woohoo! Oh, yes. mate. Well, oh, mate. Well, I think I think um, I think we need to. We, we've sort of gone too far down the road of Bundaberg Rum, haven't we? But we've certainly given everyone an idea of the relaxed feel that Queensland's going to bring to the world. And oh, mate. I can see them being bussed in from Brisbane, you know, a lap of Brisbane just to stick it up the southeast Queenslanders for missing out. They'll bring the athletes in and yeah. spend the five hours up the Bruce Highway. Be, By then, still, be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a car park. horns up. Yeah, oh, firing their horns up. All that. They'll be going well. Um, but, mate, I'm looking at this segment and we're running way over time, as always. As always. <laughs> as always. So, and it's our first. So, but uh, here we go. Charge on. But uh, mate, on a serious note, if we're going to, we're going to, we talked a lot about Bundy, and and we sort of have to flip that in COVID times. We we sit here and we produce these podcasters, and we probably have a podcast, I should say, and probably have a couple of drinks on the side. And but um, on that serious note, the federal government—I don't know if you're aware, mate—is uh, turned around and and um, doing tests at the moment and yeah. conducting surveys, and they've turned around and there's a test online you can do now, which is the alcohol test, just to see if you're drinking maybe too much at home, because a lot of people are. And is that right? It is, yeah, and, and the results have come in. I've been, I've been Who'd watching be the it. judge of that? If you're sitting at home on your own, actually, if, oh, you, if, you're, sit, if, you, if you're drinking and the dog's there, yeah, it, you, you, it's not you're well, not well, well alone. It, a lot of people have been cheating like that. They've been filling it out for two, so they've been halving their consumption with the dog. We're getting away with it, so yeah. But but the results have come in, and um, they've found that men after uh, twelve to thirteen schooners uh, can't seem to remember anything, and uh, ladies after two and a half glasses of uh, white wine seem about to bring up shit from thirty years ago. They remember everything. Our next segment uh, is let's call them, and let's call them is a segment where Danny and I uh, get to the bottom of an issue by calling the person in charge or the person in the limelight to find out what the real story is. So we put them through the pub test, home brewed. So today we're going to call uh, Dr. Sean Razzlestack of the TGA, which is the Therapeutic Goods Administration, to discuss whether the COVID safe plan for the Queensland sex industry passes the pub test. We thought he would be the best person to speak with considering sex workers are considered a therapeutic good. So let's give him a call. Hello, Dr. Sean Razzlestack of the uh, TGA Therapeutics Goods Administration here. And who is the party to whom I am speaking? Oh, g'day, Dr. Razzlestack. This is uh, Justin Karcher from the pub test. Uh, we thought we'd, uh, as prearranged, though, mind you, we thought we'd have a quick chat with you about uh, this new legislation that's passed and, and, COVID safe planning, just to see whether or not uh, you can explain some of it to us. Well, it's very important. Um, it's it's very important uh, 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 paper that has been produ- produced on on this uh, COVID safe plan for the Queensland sex industry. And uh, of course, I thought it would it be my duty to put it through the pub test. Well, we thank you, thank you very much for your time. So, yes, I think the best way to move forward is I'm going to read out some passages. We've managed to highlight from the plan, and, and I'd like you to explain to us how these are supposed to be followed and policed. Yes. Uh, this document was supplied to me by a friend of a friend who owns a, a brothel called The Proverb, uh-huh. uh, Bird in the Hand or Two in the Bush, uh-huh. most people know it. But well, um, Chuckle, chuckle. Yes, the, yeah, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Very aptly named that. Yes. It is, isn't yes. it? It is, isn't it? Yes. I think it's from Adelaide, as a matter of fact. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, but uh, the first of all, first of these uh, passages that we'd like to uh, to point out was is uh, and I read verbatim here. Uh, anyone can check this out online. Please go to the Queensland Sex Industry COVID Safe Plan. It is all there in black and white. So the first is sole operator sex workers 
only see one client at a time. Yes. Well, you know, of course, we don't want them to be spreading nasty germs amongst themselves, you know, like people say, well, more the merrier and all that sort of stuff. It's not really, uh, that's not what it's all about. It's putting it all about is not really in a is safe message, I think. One at a time, one at a time. That should be the call. Oh, good. Yes. So now limit the – now brothels do run on a cash basis, so yes. most of them. Yes. So limit the use of cash transactions by encouraging customers to use tap and go. Tap and go. Direct deposit. Direct deposit. We always Brother. want a direct deposit. If we're going to do this, you've got to do it properly, and probably directly is the best way to go to do your deposit. All the contactless payment options. Oh, this is my favourite in so many ways. Yes. The contactless ones, yes. <laughs> uh, they must, they must all the adhere to the recommended best workplace practices, you know. Um, so, which, which examples of those would be? Oh, the cowboy, uh, the missionary. Yes. Yes, you know, we could tell the, uh, the wheelbarrow, of course, as you know. Oh, yes, it's very, very uh, 101 ways to make love. Yes, 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 yes of course. Yes. Now, the wheelbarrow, I didn't mind uh, the wheelbarrow position, my wife used to say, but she said, just don't wheel me past my mother's. That's the one. That's, That's the, the one. one. <laughs> uh, we want to implement measures to maximise the distancing between workers and uh, minimise the, the time that workers are in close contact. So uh, all the, you know, the pre-ejaculation people in the dud roots, they're all allowed in. So they'll be over and done with pretty quickly. Good. And uh, we review the tasks and the processes that usually require close interaction. Uh, we introduce the work from home arrangements. That's probably the best way to go. You you phone uh, the whoever it is that you, is your uh, predilected uh, sexual fantasy or whoever. I can't get an S on the end of that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As the chorus girl said it, said it, said Yes, introduce a work from home arrangement. Sometimes you just say, "Look, I'll phone it in." You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you place signs at entry points to instruct customers not to enter the premises if they're unwell. They must have signs on their body that say, "I've got a fucking disease," and that will keep people away from you. I suspect. Uh, you implement the measures to restrict numbers within the premises, ensuring a distance of four square meters. Per, per person. Uh, how, yeah, how, how do we implement that? Four square metres per person. Even if that's brought down to the two square metre per person in New South Wales, that it's, uh, begs the question is how long is someone's appendage? Well, that's, that's well, the whole thing is uh, we're, we're relying on people's, um, uh, you know, sense of measurement, I suppose, um, the... Uh, the, you know, the distance of four square metres would be, um, uh, I suppose, a bit arbitrary. Yes, you'd either make it four, two, six, eight. Who's the hell going to put their head in the room like that to find out how far you are anyway? But if these are just guidelines, mind you. Okay. Guidelines. Guidelines. So the contact information must be kept on all the clients for at least a period of 56 days. Yeah. Mind you, uh, in our test period, uh, the test period where they did have the last 56 days, we were, uh, funnily enough, we had 862 John Smiths. I'm not surprised. Yes. I'm not yes. surprised. Yes. I'm, I'm sure there's a number of people on that database. Who yeah, might be actually- we had to clean the frequently touched areas and surfaces at least hourly with detergent or disinfectant. And, um, yes, you know, uh, hazmat suits, gloves, big boots, gum boots, you know, you had to avoid touching your face, <laughs> uh, all the toys. With the, you know all the toy, all the toys that you used in these particular things, and I'm not very familiar with it. Of course, you know that, Mr. Carter. Uh, all the toys should be covered with condoms during the use and cleaned thoroughly after the booking. So, Good. Uh, and especially the staff crash. Now, um, uh, we all, we just have one problem, just one problem uh, throughout this this whole thing. Um, There's the, been some backlash, hasn't there? Yes, yeah. yes, a bit of backlash. The blow-up and robotic sex dolls are unhappy because they have no union representation. So uh, I don't know what we're going to do about that. Um, I suppose we could uh, ask for a volunteer. Could we? Yes. Could we make a suggestion on this? Uh, yes. Reference? Yes. Well, I'm you can make a suggestion. Of Peter Dutton? Peter. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Um, 
I think he would stop at Stone Cold in the tracks, wouldn't he? If he showed up, put two of his heads together, looks like an arse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, what about... I'm thinking uh, Ivan Cleary. Ivan Cleary? Ivan Cleary. Yes. Yes. Well, you know there is an Ivan Cleary sex doll, don't you? No. You don't know that? No, no, never, no, did. No, never well, knew that one. Oh, well, okay, well, it's guaranteed to make you come second. Oh, there you go. That's, well, that's, you know, I, these have been the safety, COVID safety, whatever I said before at the start of this segment, because I can't find what's the bloody hell it was. The COVID safety safe plan. plan for the Queensland sex industry, and I hope that passes the pub test. Well, thank you very much for your time, Dr. Sean Razzlestack. Look that up, Dr. Sean Razzlestack. Thank you very much for your time, and I'm sure we'll be speaking again in the near future. I hope not. Our next segment is uh, Spin That Wheel, Danny. Drip Tray Deluge. Wayne the Barfly, a, a good mate of both of ours, is going to chime in with his pub test test. And to be honest, neither of us know where this is going, but we'll gladly stand behind Wayne when the squadron captain yells fire. Now, we'll pour, pour yourself a beer there, Wayne, please, mate. Get comfortable. Yeah, mate. No worries. <clears throat> now, Wayne is uh, Wayne's, <laughs> Wayne's a night watchman, security guard. He's been on job keys. Security for guard, that's what I am. Yes, he is. Security guard. And he's the sort of guy that would, uh, aren't you, mate, you go into a bank and write, I have a gun, give me all your money on the back of a deposit slip and put that slip right back in with all the others. That's the sort of thing you do, isn't it, mate? Well, yeah, I have no idea what you just said, but it doesn't matter. And we know you're proud of the fact you've been homeschooled by Gordon Tallis. Gordy, yes, mate. Yep. And uh, a little known fact about you, mate, is that you anal bleach because right, uh, no one wants a uh, rusty sheriff's badge. Is that correct? Well, there was, there was an old girlfriend told me that one. She said that's what I needed because she's, apparently I hadn't, you know, got a little bit of personal hygiene uh, problems and I went a bit overboard with the Ajax. So that's what's happened. So, mate, uh, job keeper, you've been on it. Well, you're, I, about, you're about, well, you're, we're all coming off it, aren't we? Well, we're all coming off it. How can you be? Well, yeah, the thing of job keeper, right? You're coming off it. So, you don't keep your job. So, it didn't, it didn't do any, didn't do what it said it was going to do in the first place, was keeping the job, and you didn't keep the job. So, it's don't keep job keeper. Don't, don't keep your job. Keeper, none. Not Is that keeper. from day one for you? Did you get you get shafted early or oh, yeah. keep you around for a while? Well, I mean, security, security, uh, I suppose, you know, uh, keep an eye on the place next door. Um, that was about it. So you yeah. were practising, were you? You were practising. Practising, yeah. Does that mean you kept the same hours? Because you, you were night shift. Yeah, night shift, yeah. Night Knock watchman. Off. Knock off at uh, got to be in the early openers by seven o'clock in the morning, and <laughs> home by two o'clock. Have a couple of hours kipping, then back on the job. Beautiful. So yeah. What uh, What did that instill then, mate? If you were, did you travel or were you were you doing the job from home? I uh, did a bit of travelling. Um, I'd go. Um, I'd get on the bus, and uh, I'd I'd uh, sometimes I'd sleep through a couple of stops. So I'd hitchhike back to where I was. So sometimes I'd be late, you know. And uh, I mean, like today was weird, you know. First, I on the way back, first I found a hat full of money, and then I got chased by a bloke with a guitar. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. And and on you know, on the I was on the bus, and uh, well, I got on the bus. I think I told you that. But, yeah. uh, and a bloke stole me. He stole my diary and my Bible. So my thoughts and he's got hit by a bus. So my thoughts and prayers are with him at the moment. Well, I got to do better than that, don't I? I mean, I'll have another drink. Hang on, hang on. But mate, the routine. Uh, I'm not an alcoholic, okay? Alcoholics need a drink. I don't need a drink. I've already got one. That is it. So you killed. So you caught a bus. You're coming back. Yeah. Home. Yeah. To start work. Is that right? So you're just getting the routine of travel. Right. Back in, sit down. You're keeping an eye on the building next door. What is the building next door? Um, 
I've got no idea. Is it a apartment block or you? What you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, the, yeah there's, well, there's a couple of windows there. Um, and there's a Sheila in there. She's made a porn movie, you know. That's well, it. she doesn't know it yet, but we'll be up on the internet this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, oh, you, know, you see some interesting things. You're looking through that window, and and sometimes I've got some great stories about that, you know. But uh, but alcohol can cause short term memory loss. So imagine what alcohol can do to your memory. <laughs> That's what it does. Hang on, I don't know. Have we told that Alzheimer's joke yet? The what? Have we told? <laughs> I have no idea where that's going. But I do. Like, I, you know, I'm a bit sad that AJ came. My missus left me. My girlfriend, she left me. She left me a note on the fridge. She said, this isn't working, so goodbye. And I thought, the fridge, I is, not, the fridge is not working at all. The fridge was working oh. all right. There's nothing wrong with it. Sorry. Nothing wrong, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you got no notes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know they open Lunar Park again? Do you know that? No. They don't lo- open Lo-pa- Lunar Park. Lo-pa- 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 Lunar Park. Where? Melbourne or Sydney? Um, Sydney. Okay. For the purposes of this joke. The, um, they're Sydney. You know, I said to the black, I, got, I went in there, I said, how much for the horse shish kebabs? He said, sir, this is a merry-go-round. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you imagine? You imagine you're you're riding a galloping horse, you're followed by a lion, and there's a giraffe trying to pass you. You're on a merry-go-round, aren't you? Eh? It's more fun if you're pissed. <laughs> you should have recorded this earlier. <laughs> Was it right? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So, mate, back to JobKeeper. Yeah. So what have you spent the money on? Now, you've, you've had those payments. You've had that, well, you've only caught the bus and, uh, I, you know, I'm reliably told, uh, you know, pay a lot for your bus trips as well too. Well, you've got you, a little system. Yeah, they got all those. Um, I got to keep an eye on the building, so I bought a new telescope. Yes, there was three job keeper payments that was on that, mate. Did it cost me? And uh, live records. The what? Live records as well. This telescope, have you telescope? Uh, in inverted yeah, commas. yeah, it's a bit on the internet. If you look closer, you can mm-hmm. find it. Beautiful. Uh, and I, uh, you know. Uh, I tell you what, there was a couple. There was a couple in um, in the lower the lower left one that had a balcony, uh, like a garden balcony thing. Which did. Mate, she was now making some noise. They made more noise than a skeleton having a wank in a biscuit tin. I can tell you this. It it was just it was going, <laughs> and she kept it up for a long time too. I'll tell you. I uh, was it. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Why did I cover my? Why did I cover my 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 mouth with my hand? Then I didn't with the second one. Um. Uh. So look, you know, I'm going back to work. That's what I've got to do. I've got to go back to work. And what that means is, is drinking better beer, Steel City beer, Steel City, Steel City. Yeah, That's the one I'm drinking. Beautiful. I'm, I'm having. I'm having. You know, you know, I heard these. Look, you know, I hate them f- fluffy drinks. And there was these two Sheila's, Cocktail, one of Cocktails, or you co- mean, uh, you yeah, mean the craft beer? Oh, I don't know. Well, there's two, two Sheila's sitting at the bar, the wine bar. Wine bar. The yeah. other day. And, you know, and one of them won my heart. The other one I wasn't real keen on. The first one says, she says, I'm having one with a gooseberry bouquet. Like, what kind of wine are you having, darling? I'm having one with a gooseberry bouquet with an oak finish and a hint of fruit. What about you? The other one says, I'm getting shit-faced. That's the one I was, That's the one after my heart. I like that. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, well, men drink cocktails too, but they're the only the only ones, that, that those men got their balls in their girlfriend's purse as far as I'm concerned. And... Uh, so I've got nothing more to say about that. And going back to work, which means drinking better beer, which is Steel City. So, so what were you drinking during I, the fact that you're going back to work? Yeah. What were you drinking whilst on JobKeeper? Oh. And and you know you sound a lot like Mike Myers before. That sure. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do I, what are Mike Myers? Isn't he? Yeah, darling. Oh, you mean... Uh, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Is nah, that Mike nah, Myers? Nah, nah. That's Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I yeah. said Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. That's who you sound like. Oh, yeah, baby. No, no, I didn't. I didn't sound like that at all. Well, I can if you want me to. It's just a we
Okay. I mean, I get surprised every morning. I wake up and say, "Who shit me pants?" He, uh, it's it's exact. That's the kind of uh, surprises I like in in life. The, uh, um, and I, I just say to, uh, uh, so what? Yeah, what are you drinking? What were you drinking? I should say, what were you drinking? What was I drinking? What were you drinking? <laughs> well, I don't fucking know. I'll pass you a note. All oh, right, there's a I'll note. I'll pass you a note to make it easier. Sucks. What? <laughs> oh, right. Okay, I know yeah, what I was yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Steel City. Yeah, <laughs> you said I already said that. You said that. Oh, no, okay. Well, I wasn't drinking that shit. I was you, drinking some other stuff. What about getting up in the morning too? Oh, getting up in the morning. The first thing I say in the Can morning, else, hit me bench. But, else, you know, but you know why? Fishing rod in the background. Yeah, you yeah. know why? You know, you know why? When first thing in the morning, when women wake up and they and they rub their eyes, yes. it's because they got no balls to scratch. That's right. I tell you what, women don't know what the actual ecstasy. Of scratching the jets first thing in the morning. I mean, they got no idea how good that is and how you can actually amuse yourself for at least 10 minutes before you get up. And the thoughts that come to you when you're scratching your jets, crackers, is probably things that will so, you know, if you did it often enough, you solve world peace. Because I know if some of those terrorists had any knackers, They'd be standing around scratching the bastards, but I don't think they have. And uh, you ever been? You know what? I, you, you ever been? You ever been to terrorist training camp? Personally, no. Well, I'm pretty sure because you only go there once. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> unless you're no good. Well, that's the whole thing. You imagine the bloke up the front and he, <laughs> he said, "Right, boys, <laughs> listen up. I'm going to show you this once." <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that. Boom. So, mate, uh, uh, your reputation precedes you very much so. Oh, dear, oh dear. The, Have another drink. Yeah, to the point we're not sure you'll get another segment. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but what, uh, mate, how did you feel when you heard uh, schoolies was shut down last year? Schoolies? Yeah. Oh. Actually, that would have upset you? Well, it was. I was very upset. Mm. I um if it is going to give them a virus, it wasn't you, me. You'd booked, you'd booked tickets already, hadn't you? That's right. I'm looking for the reunion from last year. Well, the year that wasn't. Anyway, put it that way. Yeah. But I, uh, uh, yeah. Now, my, you know, I'm sort of really not into the, uh, uh, and the thing that's you know, things have changed. Things really changed, and uh, I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried about that. Um, you're worried about what? Well, I'm a bit worried things about not changing. It. Yeah, things changing. It's just leaving me be behind. Leaving me behind. Something's it's like, not changing. Hey, eh? you haven't changed. Well, you haven't changed in thirty years. What about things changing for? Well, I just know that you know I was uh, I was Ubering for a while before JobKeeper. I got on Uber and I You were getting in them or you were driving as an Uber driver? Oh, well, driving. With your record? Well, yeah. Yeah, before before JobKeeper started, actually. Ah. And uh, I was Ubering and uh, it's funny how people won't pay. They just won't pay. But the silly thing about Uber is that you've got to pay before you get in the car anyway. See, they don't know that, see? They had this stupid Sheila coming out. It was about midnight, Friday night. She got in she was... She was blind as a welder's dog. She got in there. Anyway, at the end of the trip, I said to her, darling, I said, she said, I've got to pay. I said, no, you don't have to pay. It's Uber. You've already paid. She said, no, 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 I want to throw in. I want to throw you. I want to throw you a, uh, what do you call it? Gratuity. No, yeah, what do you call it? A, a tip. A tip, yeah. And she puts up the puts up her legs on the back seat because she's in the back seat. She put the back front leg, put the legs on the yeah. front seat because yeah. I was, you know, what I'm saying, and she didn't have tweeds on. She had the, um, she flashed a map of Tasmania at me. Anyway, and I said, uh, "What's that?" She said, "Will this cover it?" I said, <laughs> "I said, um, I said, you know, I, was, I was looking for something smaller." Anyhow, cover what? <laughs> Uber. 
Uber. I've got a lot of stories about Uber. <laughs> well, that might have to be a segment of its own. Mate, uh, time again has it's got a hold of us, but I am going to finish on uh, one question for you. Yeah. Who's the most famous person that's uh, trotted into your local? The most, the most famous, famous person. person. So who's come in? Who's come into your into your establishment? Can you can you actually name your establishment? Sounds like it's in Newcastle. If you're still city drinker, well, let's call, let's call it the Bull and Bear. The Bull and Bear, because that's, that's well, geez, that was odd. a good guess, wasn't it? Yeah, Bull hey? and Bear. Let's call. How do you know I come in the Bull and Bear? Yeah, so let's call it that for right. for the sake of not being yeah. sued, because I don't think there's a Bull and Bear in Newcastle. Who's so, the most famous person coming? Who's in? the most famous person you've seen wander in there? Now I, I reckon you know, in the circles you've mixed in, which uh, you know you're the sort of bloke that can wander down. Wanted down the local survey just to pick up a bottle of milk and end up at a party with Warwick Capper and Shane Warne. <laughs> so you're that sort of bloke. Who's the most famous one that's just strolled in? It's caught, um, caught, caught your eye and, and, and actually had a, a quick brew with you at the bar. Uh, uh, that little Irish leprechaun bloke, that Alan Joyce. Alan Joyce. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What Did he have a cocktail or did he? He do, had a cocktail he, or two. Did he? He did. Dipped in... Um, Sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. Yep. Sauce? <laughs> I didn't ask him. He had bad breath at the time. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> every time he opened his mouth, I, I sort of backed off a bit. But the uh, – <laughs> Is that called foreplay? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, I tell you. But with, with, with everything that's going on with JobKeeper and everything, you know, I feel sorry for – uh, I feel sorry – I feel – I feel sorry for Victoria. You try to wrap this up, eh? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I can't think of anything funny to say about Alan Joyce. because uh, we might get sued. I think our listeners do. Yeah. Um I feel sorry for Victoria because uh, Ethiopia's holding a rock concert for them. They've been closed that much. <laughs> the uh <laughs> oh, that's the that's the point. Don't you like that? Oh, I think I think we've been lost as well. <laughs> Stop fucking recording. <laughs> the um, yeah, but I know you're not allowed to. Uh, you're not allowed to sort of say things out of line these days. That's what it's all about. Well, if you're still with us, you've obviously got no life outside 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 <laughs> of us. God bless you. But if you're still with us, uh, our next segment for today is. Letters to the editor. In this segment, we're going to debunk rumour, speculation and innuendo that fills every paper. The good old letters to the editor section on about page three normally it is or maybe page two. But today we're going to discuss, and uh, this could get quite serious because we're going to discuss the origins of the virus, the old COVID-19. But we've got in a very, very special, we've got in a couple of, very special guests, and we don't know where this will go, but we're certainly starting with uh, someone who's uh, no stranger to all of us, and that's Dr. Phil. So uh, let, let's let's uh, dial him in. Let's dial him in and uh, see if we can get him on the other end of the phone and have a bit of a chat to him about uh, the coronavirus and what he thinks of the whole thing. Hello, how you doing there, this uh, JK? Hey, Doctor Phil, how are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty not too, good. not too late or early over there, mate. Well, I can't man, keep up with the times. It's, uh, there's something. It's just, uh, it, it's pretty good. It's one of them Texas mornings that, uh, yeah, you just love to get up and uh, want to get out there and do things, you know. And I'm glad to be speaking all the way to Australia and um, on your show today. It's uh, you. Uh, you contacted me. Well. Uh, one of my office staff to talk about this uh, sort of subject that uh, we thought uh, uh, there's something in uh, the way that uh, not many people know too much about this virus at all. So I, I have people on my show who open up about things all the time and we try to make sure that we get to into the nitty gritty, what, uh, what make, what makes them a uh, tick and all that sort of stuff. So I thought it was about time somebody spoke to the actual virus itself and found out what the hell's going on because, uh, we don't get any, uh, answers from our so-called, so-called leaders and anything like that. Dr. Fauci, I mean, he, he just goes backwards and forwards and makes up shit and, and, uh, 
comes by, back out and doesn't tell you much about anything at all. One mask, two masks, three masks. God damn, we should be sort of, uh, we'd look like the mummy if it was up to him. So the thing is, I thought we'd get to the nitty gritty of the thing and we'd, uh, we'd talk to the coronavirus itself. So, uh, so we want to get him on the line, huh? Yeah, well, you've got, you've given me your number and this is fair dinkum. So we're ringing mainland China, correct? Yeah, for sure. So, well, let's ring it and see see what happens. So uh, bear with me, mate, while we make the call. No problem. Uh, hello. Hello. Xi uh, Yeah. Is, is that correct? Hello. Is it okay? What the? Is a Xi Yeah. That my name, that my name in Kelowna. Kelowna, Mandarin, sorry. Mandarin. That my name in Mandarin. Kelowna is Xi Yeah. Call it Xi Yeah 19. That's who I am. Well, hello, Mr. Virus. This is Dr. Phil McGraw here. Oh, so Mr. Dr. Phil McGraw. Phil McGraw. Oh, this is a big honor to be on your show like this. Uh, I, uh, how are you today? Well, I'm pretty good. Um, I haven't had you. That's that's why I'm good, I suppose. And that's that's probably more than anything else. And uh, I w- we just want to get to know you a little bit better. And I think, you know, there's a lot of you, you've been maligned around the place, been blamed for just about everything that's, that's happened over the last 12 months or so. And uh, so we just want to get to the bottom of that. You willing to answer a few questions, what have you? Well, I mean, uh, yes, I open up about anything because, you know, I uh, I like you, Dr. Phil. I watch your show all the time. <laughs> Seriously, you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He got, he got people on there with more problems than me. I can tell you that much. I feel very, very, I feel very, very fortunate that I not, you know, have fourteen year old daughter who's like screaming nympho and uh drug addict and all that sort of stuff. I don't have that kind of problem at all. Well, yeah, well we don't we don't have any fourteen uh, year old screaming nymphos with, with drug problems on the show today. We got you because actually you've been a bit of a problem around the world. Oh, I don't know about that. All I did was I was going on a holiday. I was going on vacation. You were going on vacation? Yeah, that's what I did. I escaped from the Rab, and I get on a plane, and I go to Italy for a holiday because it was uh, it was warmer over there. You escaped from the lab, and you got on a plane, and you went to Italy. Is that right? Yeah, I was, I was part of a, a Contiki expedition, you know, because a Contiki, uh, they got a cheap tour. So I would go on to Italy, then I go to France, then I go to Spain, then I go to... I go to, oh, I go lots of places, Germany. I go everywhere. Uh, you know, uh, I, I go everywhere. I, and, um, so I have, a, I have a good time. I, uh, I eventually get to America and, uh, then I go to Australia. I go to, uh, New Zealand. I go to everywhere. I go to Singapore. Did, uh, you, uh, did you get to South America, the UK? Well, that's what I got. See, you know, what, what happened with me is, uh, cause going to so many places, I get a bit tired. So I hand over to my UK variant, uh, cousin, and then I give it to my South African cousin, and then I give it to my Brazilian cousin. <laughs> okay. So you got a Brazilian? No, I didn't get a Brazilian. I handed over to my Brazilian cousin. Oh, I see. Well, see that you've got a Brazilian cousin. So, and we call that a variant, right? Well, that's what you call it. Yeah, but he's my cousin. Oh, I see. Well, anyhow, the thing is that, that where you came from Wuhan, but you decided to get on a plane and just go around the world, just see things. You're on holiday. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I don't want anybody to get excited about because, uh, you know, uh, back in Wuhan, nothing happened. Now we've been we've been partying since uh, about June last year. We've been, we've been laughing at the rest of the world. <laughs> you idiot! What are you doing? You don't have to be proud of me. I'm back home in Wuhan. I know anywhere else. So we're actually sort of just you you you're you're, you're not anywhere else except you went back home to Wuhan. Is that it? Well, yeah, that's where I've been since June. You know, because it's summer. We can't, uh, I can't, uh, go outside in the summer cause, uh, uh, the, because, uh, the summer heat burned me up. You idiots. You got politicians and all the other people rock us up 
inside the house. That's how we spread around. That's why I got so many cousins, one from the UK, one from South Africa, one from Brazil. We got, I got, I got, got cousins everywhere in the world. I even got, I got uh, a Raskin. You got what? A Raskin. Alaskan, is that right? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Don't you understand English? Anyhow, that's what I got. I got Alaskan. I got uh, I got people from Hawaii. Hawaii went over and surfing over there for a little while, and what have you. Listen, we got a we got a, a call here on the line. Someone else is coming in. J.K., you want to answer that? Yeah, well, mate. Hang on, hang on a second. Uh, we'll just get that. Uh, we'll punch this button here. Yeah, now this is a call coming in from the states. As a matter of fact, hang on. This is a, whoa. Hang on. This is coming from Washington. Coming from Washington? No, 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 no. I lie. It's coming from Florida. Florida. It's coming from Florida. Right. I recognize that uh, prefix. Hang on, let's answer it. Hello. Hello. Hello, it's me. It's the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. I, uh, I've been listening to your program, and i got to say something. It's a fantastic program, one of the best programs I've ever heard in my life, best podcast I mean, you can only be enhanced by the the fact that I'm on your uh, uh, on on the on the podcast right now. But I had to say something about this Wuhan virus. It came from China, and who and who did it defeat? No one. It hasn't defeated anyone. I defeated the China virus. Whoa! Usual, Mister Donald Trump. I know right of you. No right of you, Donald Trump. You know. You're not very nice, man. You be lewd to China. I be what? You be lewd to China. I wish you could speak English. What? <laughs> what? What did you just say? <laughs> you been a lewd to China? I think he meant. Uh, I think he means he's been. You've been rude to China. Yeah, of course, I've been rude to China. What do you reckon? They've been rude to Americans. I want to tell you. I stood up. I got the virus. I took it. I bought it. I, I said, sorry, I fought it. You beat it. I beat it. I beat it. Oh, you know, beat it, China. I go back on holiday. That's what I did. I went on vacation. He said that, uh, you know, he was just going on vacation anyway. He was just going all around the world. Just uh, He was just minding his own business. I got to tell you, he wasn't minding his own business, but I found the cure. That's what I did. I found the cure. You found the cure, my God! That's 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 really something. You could you could tell the whole world. You no find a cure. You no find a cure for me. What the hell are you talk about for the cure? There is no cure for me. I found the cure, and I gotta tell you, J.K., this cure it's Australian. No, no. Yes, no, it is. No, it's Australian. Seriously? It's it's coming. I tell you. Come on, mate. It's what what we invented it or it's you invented been here it? All along. You invented it and you had it all along. It was underneath oh. your nose. You didn't even know it was there. I got to tell you, Under it's, our a, nose. it's a food. It's a food. It's a food. You mean it's just a simple? It's a simple kind of food. Well, it's the simplest kind of food you can get in Australia. Oh, there's no food that can beat me. There's no one in the world. What kind of food can Tim beat Chams. me? Tim no, Tams. it's not a Tim Tam, but I love Tim Tams. I got to tell you, Vegemite's great. No, uh, no, no, it's not Vegemite. I got to tell you, this is the uh, this is the greatest food Australia has ever produced. It was, oh, it was, it was, it was a Barbie, nineteen fifty one. I got to tell you, I looked it up. Guy called McEnroe. He couldn't play tennis for shit, but he invented food. <laughs> I got to tell you, you want to know what it is? Well, we're waiting. We're waiting on Turner Hooks. Hang on, just, McEnroe in the fifties. That's right, Mister McEnroe in, in the fifty in Australia. Okay, so he's a young fella over here on working with labour and blokes like that. Was he? This is well, he no, on no, the no, side? no, no. I'm afraid labour and those guys were much better than this guy. The only thing he could invent was food. He couldn't play tennis for crap. But <laughs> this guy, this guy invented. The greatest, Seriously? the greatest food that's ever, and it's secure for the coronavirus. Whoa, me no, me no, don't think I thought you you pray with that full deck. Well, we're waiting on tether hooks here, Mister Mister President, Mister Trump. Could you tell us exactly what this thing is? What's it called? I want to tell you right now. Are you ready for it? It's the Chico Row. Chico. Chico. What the hell is Chico Row? Chico roll, huh? Ah, you mean Chico. The Chico roll. It's written Chico. C-H-I-K-O. Chico roll. <laughs> okay. 
That's what it says here. It's got cabbage. Good old Chico roll. It's got barley. It's got carrot. Good green beans. Sheep fat. WD forty. Celery, onion, becks, rum. It's got everything in it. I tell you, it will kill the coronavirus stone dead. Whoa, that's not that's not true. Because if you got cure, you must have eaten one already. Well, I I, I uh, I've imported a few, and that's what I got. That's what my family is so uh, so vibrant, so uh, so healthy. We've all been eating Chico rolls. Uh, I think uh, J.K. said it was a Chico roll, Mr. President. No, I, I, I discovered it. Nobody else discovered it because I, I'm allowed. I would name it whatever I am allowed to name it because I'm the greatest discoverer of all time. I discovered this thing. It has to be what I say it is, Chico. Uh, I think they're going to go with Chico because uh, that's what they're Australians. They, they are Australians. So they, they will tell you how. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Chico to me, Chico to you. Well, this don't sound like anything to me. What the hell would food have anything to do with curing a virus? Well, the fact is a lot of people, they haven't put on their preventative medicine. Preventative medicine hasn't been one ad for it, hasn't been one commercial, hasn't been one thing for the whole thing. I'm telling you now, it's the Chico rope. Chico. Chico, Chico, who cares what they call? I don't think they're going to kill me. There's no way, Jose. <laughs> what would food have anything to do with it? Uh, listen, uh, talking about food, I said, we got somebody else coming on the line there, JK, someone just, you've we, got, uh, we do Dr. Phil, what, um, what's uh, who's trying to butt into this conversation, man, there, these guys are going back with the forest much themselves. And I'm not really sure if we're going to get any kind of solution that was this. Well, a uh, little nice being put in front of me here. And this man's name is Jugbeer Boob and he is the chairman. His name is what? Jugbeer Boob. Jug beer boob. Very popular North Indian name. Very popular North Indian name. Okay. He's the chairman of the Jug beer boob. Sounds like a friend. Sounds like somebody could be a friend. I don't drink, but I can tell you what. I like the second half. Jug beer boob. Jug beer boob. What the hell are you talk about? Well, you better put him on. What's he want? Oh, I'm told here he is the chairman <laughs> of the Australia India Chamber of Commerce. No idea what it's got to do with where we are now with respect to talking about viruses and, of course, vaccines. But uh, trade, of course, is quite important, as we all know. It's a lot of money that goes back into these uh, into these drug companies. So maybe there's a trade angle on this that we're, none of us have uh, thought to cover. Mr. Jagvir Voob, I have no idea what he can say because that, all that rubbish, rubbish, that uh, Donald Trump talk about. It's not rubbish. I know exactly what I'm talking hello? about. I presented. Hello, hello. Am I talking to you, Mr. Justin? Hello, Mr. Uh, Justin. Uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, uh, cheer away. I must be speaking with Mr. Donald. Mr. Donald, we must come clean. It is us, India, that planted the virus in Wuhan, China. I beg your pardon? Yeah. Because you planted are, the virus in we, Wuhan? We did, because we are wanting to trade. The oh, trade. So you're wanting to trade. How come you didn't come and see me? I mean, I was talking to everybody. Well, you're the only American president who remembered back when the art was talking. That's called the romance of courting. People <laughs> understand why. We heard that Mr. Donald, you could not be getting the Mexicans to build your wall. I was and getting I was getting most of it built. But you are talking to the Chinese about it. No, 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 no. Right. That that won't do. We are much better wall builders. Do you know this? Well, uh, I'm just sort of wondering where this is going to go. But yeah, I'm I'm going to ask you the question. What you you are you're the greatest wall builders? How 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 does this got to do anything with the virus or anything like that? But you're the greatest wall builders. Just tell us more. Well. We are the second biggest vault. We have one. We have the second biggest vault in the world. It is the Great Vault of India in Rajasthan. A much better vault. The Great Wall of India. It is. I'm afraid I haven't seen this. We will make it longer, better. It's in Rajasthan. Look it up. Google. It's in Rajasthan. It is, man. Okay. Right. <laughs> where did, where did Mr. Boob go then? He just went somewhere. Okay, come on back, Mr. Boop. Tell us about this wall. It's from Rajasthan, yeah? The walls of Babylon. Did you know we built this? 
the walls of Speaking, Babylon. Yeah. Hadrian's Wall. You heard of this one? Hadrian's Wall. Yeah. Indian yeah. labor built this one. Indian. They, they built a lot of walls, huh? Berlin Wall. You hear this the, one too? The Berlin Wall. You were there? You no, know, we built it. Oh, my God. Many of my compatriots were there. I we thought built it was Russian. You must be Russian Indians. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> Sometimes. I've never heard of this before. But I'm sure you, if you lay authorship to all those walls, they're very good walls. Have you heard? No. You have not heard. The what? This is, you must understand. Raffle Dravid. <laughs> have you heard of Raffle Dravid? Uh, great cricketer. Robert great cricketer. Yes, cricket. Yeah, yeah for sure. What is his nickname? What is his nickname? The Wall. The Wall. Yeah. So, Mr. Donald, we can produce <laughs> cheap craft too. How the hell would I know that? I'm an American. I don't know anything. I'm a yank. I'm a yank. I have no idea who what cricket is. Cricket doesn't compute. Hey, we speak English, play cricket, hockey. We have a Bollywood. A what? Bollywood. <laughs> you say I'm very proud of it. What have you got? A Bollywood. Bollywood. Oh, I thought you, thought you had something else. <laughs> a Hollywood. Right, Hollywood, Bollywood. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I don't like Hollywood. We I don't invented, like him. Huh? No, no, no. We invented Viagra as well. You know that too. Come you invented on. Viagra. Viagra, yes. That's well, where we got the Bollywood. Where'd they go? <laughs> this guy this guy seems to know a lot, Mr. President. I think that... Uh, so listen, tell, we were just talking here. We got a bombshell laid on us by the president. He believes he's got a uh, a cure for the uh, for the virus. I have got a cure. I was the first one. Don't forget to tell everybody that I was the first one who found it. Okay, okay, we we understand about that. But Mister Mister Boob, uh, the president says that he can uh, uh, eliminate the virus with uh, an Australian food, iconic food called the Chico roll. Do you know anything about that? This is where you're telling so many lies. <laughs> Well, in the night, no, 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 I must finish. I must finish. <laughs> in the 1850s, many Indian men to come to Australia. You know the Sydney Harbour Bridge? We built that. You built you built the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It took us 80 years. 80 years. Yes. Yeah. Started 1850. Was that Mr. Bradfield? No, 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 Br- no. Bradfield Boob, was he part of the Boob family, Mr. Bradfield? No, 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 no. He had nothing to do with that. No, okay. translated from Punjabi, his name was Left, Left Boob. Left, left Boob. Okay. Had a twin brother. Twin brother. Don't tell me. Right Boob. No, no, no. <laughs> that was too obvious, was it? No, no. Left, man Boob. Was it Man Boob? Oh, man. Left Boob and Man Boob. Okay. Where is this going? All right, God damn it. <laughs> I thought I would have got that one right. Yes. So you're you're in Australia in the 1850s. Yes, and when we be coming over for the Golden Rush, the Golden you have the Golden the Rush. Gold Rush, yeah. The golden Rush, yes, yeah. yes. Well, I don't know. This Australian, I suppose that'll be right. But we invented the chikoro because we have samosa, paprokas, momas, tikka, <laughs> and pan rolls. <laughs> oh, this is this is rather great. Rather bullshit. Hurt. <laughs> I just chikaro don't kill me. I'm not worried about a chikaro. I'm here to tell you the chikaro. Chikaro is is the only thing that'll kill you. But you go on, Mr. Boob. <laughs> this is very interesting. I have no idea how you're going to, what you got to do with the China virus. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been inventing the chikaro. Uh. I'll try to tell you. We start this in 1851. We invented 1851. Chikoro. 100 years. Like Sir Donald Bradman, 100. Right. 100 years before your Mr. McEnroe. <laughs> we already invented the Chikoro. Right. And it's the cure to COVID. Yeah? Yes. It is the cure for COVID. You, you can back that up, right? I told you. This is a guy. He's coming. He's backed me up. It hasn't taken that long, has it? Told me, <laughs> hasn't taken that long. I got backed up. I was the first one to say it. That means that means I get the I get the accolades. Nah, 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 nah. I do. <laughs> I'm the guy who killed who killed the coronavirus. You don't kill nothing. I still hear uh, red orange man. How can I be red and orange at the same time? 
you get you're an idiot. Why don't you go back to China and and make sure you stay there in China? Listen, I just uh, want to say, J.K., I've come on my show to say my bit. I want to thank you, Dr. Phil. I want to thank you for listening. Well, that's been really good to listen to you, Mr. President. Anytime you want to, uh, you want to come on and, and, and just add things to it. Well, you know, I'm discovering things all the time. I was, I was, uh, I was the first guy with the virus. I was uh, the first president with the virus. I was the first guy who fought the virus and beat the virus a couple of days. Didn't get me. How old am I? I'm 104. And, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't get, well, there you go. But, um, I, I just want to say thank you very much. I'll get off the line now, and I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you. Thank you for your time, well, mate. That, that was something else, J.K. And, and I want to thank you, <laughs> Mr. Lost, Virus, for, for being, you, yeah. being uh, actually very – the virus mm. has been very good about the whole thing. And mm. uh, we, we just want to thank you very much for coming on the program and, and, and sort of say, straighten a few things out. Oh, I got to tell you, hey, this isn't this out. This is not good. This was a setup. This was this an uh, ambush. This ambush, ambush journalism. This is what ace is. You got me and you clash me. And I don't know who that who the Indian guy was, but no way chick our roll. Do excuse me. I've been drinking. <laughs> chick our roll, no way chick our roll can beat me in a fight. And I beat Donald Trump. He's not president anymore. So <laughs> before you go, yeah. Gee, yeah. I have a question for you, and it's something that's been burning in the back of my mind. Right. Uh, JK here, by the way, in case you hadn't worked there. Well, I wonder where the Indian guy go. <laughs> he, he changed colour very quickly. Oh, he, he's on. He's on out the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Albino, Albino Indian on now. Um, no, I'd like to discuss with you mm-hmm. the, the topic which – and in all truthfulness, this came up on a tour with Sir Vivian Richards, or you may call him Vivian Richards. Vivian Richards. Tour with him in right. Melbourne. Yeah. Out to dinner with another guy called Rodney Hogg. Rodney Hogg. Rodney Hogg. Yeah. And the discussion, as you do on tour, when yeah. you're on tour for quite a long time, is we're talking about different topics. And the topic that came up that night was Jews. The Jews. So we were we were mid stride of a conversation as we walked into a Chinese restaurant about we know there's European Jews we right. know there's African Jews yeah. Viv could attest to that yes but is there such a thing as an Asian Jew or a Chinese Jew same thing we we're thinking so we walk into this restaurant we ask mm-hmm. we ask the young fellow who serves us and of course he answers in a broad Australian accent lived there forever but he mentioned that his old man was from mainland China. And he might better help us with the idea of Chinese Jews. Chinese Jews. Tell us, is Chinese there Jew. such a thing as a Chinese Jew? No. Oh. <laughs> no, we've not got a Chinese Jew, but we've got uh, apple Jew, tomato Jew, orange Jew, uh, many Jew, not Chinese Jew, Sally. We don't have no Jew. All the Jews we got uh, apple and tomato and orange and, and, and other flavors. But we not got a Chinese Jew. I wonder where the hell this was going. <laughs> well, I just want to say to you, Mr. Flat. Mr. Chinese, <laughs> Mr. Chinese virus, so you don't really want Mr. Shit, yeah? Is yeah. that, is that shit, how I pronounce yeah. it? Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You got a shit, yeah. That COVID-19. <laughs> All right, Mr. Shit, yeah. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. And uh, can, Thanks, we, can we go to sort of... We can sort of we can wrap talk, this talk, up. talk to you sometime in the future, anytime at all. Oh, yeah, I'm available because I'm on the holidays. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Dr. Phil. Well, thank you very much. Thank I was you. very enlightened today. Donald Trump on the line. Everybody just, just you know, learn about the Chico, Chico roll. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see you sometime in the future. Thanks very much, JK. Thank you. We'll be keeping all that in. Thank you, everybody. On the seventh day of Christmas, a two-locator meet. Seven Malibu, Mellow, six beers, five Scotch eyes. Forget about the water. Four shots of red is red. Now the man soon is the Thanks, Daddy. That's brilliant. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the... 
12 Drinking Days of Christmas song by Danny McMaster. We will endeavour to play a snippet of that fantastic song at each week's program. But sadly, it's closing time here and, and of course, somewhere else in the world right now. So if anything we have said is offended, then we do apologise from the bottom of the drip tray we have climbed out of. The lights have been flicked on and off, last drinks well and truly cold, and hence it's time to thank our sponsors. Thank you to Nobby's Beach Cheese and Onion Flavoured Condoms, Taste the Real, the Novak Djokovic Event Management Services, and my favourite, Walt Disney's Me Love You Long Time Thai Massage Parlours. We're in the business of happy endings. Now, guys, remember that the secret to passing our pub tests, of course, is to find a pub full of people who like you. We decided that what we'd love to do at the end of each of these shows, and it's my turn in this first week, is to tell a joke, and it's a tribute joke. So it's a joke of someone else's, and uh, to ensure we do the right thing, we will pay a due royalty, and that royalty will be sent to that that uh, celebrity's family. And it is the pub test meat tray, a fantastic compilation there. And the celebrity we've picked for this week is a gentleman called Arthur Beetson, the late, great Arthur Beetson, whom I had the absolute pleasure of touring with on a number of occasions over a number of years with Tommy Rodonicus in the Birth of Origin show. Um, Arthur was a shocker when it came to being on the road of getting lost and and uh, he certainly wouldn't have made much of a tracker as every time we went a little bit bush, uh, we were always uh, trying to find Arthur in the wrong town. Um, he would ring us from a couple of blocks um, in the city from where we would be uh, performing a show that evening to tell us that someone had moved the club that had been there since the late 1800s. So Arthur was fantastic at getting his way around. So aptly so, at his funeral, Tom and I did the right thing and as we paid our respects to the great man and wandered up to his coffin, we uh, slightly uh, opened the lid and uh, popped in a GPS just to make sure Arthur would find his way to heaven. But Arthur's little joke that he told with Gutso um, revolves around one of our little travels. And we were in Sydney and had half a day off on the Sunday and Arthur took Tommy and I out to the Koori Knockout Competitions, which all the Indigenous nations, being nations, not tribes, of course, came for a fantastic uh, knockout comp and La Perouse were the hosts. Well, La Perouse have run onto the field and we were sitting up in the bleachers and there was this lovely uh, big auntie sitting behind us, right behind Arthur. And, and as La Perouse ran out, everyone at the ground was booing them and, and it was a very venomous boo. And uh, the old auntie behind us, uh, she got up and leant all over Arthur and used Arthur as a bit of a crutch and was holding onto his shoulders and yelled out, give it to those black bastards. They're the ones that let Captain Cook into our country. 